Welcome back to a brand new episode of Vagina Slims. For those who are new around here, my name is Lauren Rose, and this is a podcast that I do once in a blue moon, um, apparently, because it's been a very long time. Um, If you hear any snorts or crumbly noises in the background, that is Sandy, and she is a King Charles Cavalier dog, and she's very chubby because she gets treats... um, all the time, whenever she wants, really, um, especially when her owner leaves her and he just left. So she might be a little um, on edge, which I can relate to. But yeah, oh, I like I always hate starting <laughs> these podcasts because I just feel so like high intensity pressure in order to like say the right things. And usually it goes away and I tend to like ramble on later on. But um it's just been such a long time since I've come out here and I don't know, like part of me feels bad about it, honestly. And the other part of me just re- like, I don't like to do these unless I actually want to do them. Like, I'm really glad I never put myself in a position where like I have to upload like every single week because that just seems like way too much for me. Um, But it's also weird because like when I first started making this podcast, I had actually never really listened to podcasts before. Um, Like I usually just watch a lot of videos online and and whatever. And and so I was that annoying person when I was like, yeah, I don't really listen to podcasts. But (laughs) since that happened, I've been listening to a lot of them, um, especially with my job, because I just get to listen to my my iPod all day or like my phone so I've been listening to shows like my favorite murder and um other ones like that but it's always so strange because like all of those podcasts I listen to they like have a point you know to them like they have stories and they have people who write in and whatever and um I think we kind of had that closer to the beginning before I kind of got tangled up in my own thoughts but I don't know it's hard to like make a podcast like this because it is very personal and I've always had this weird thing ever since growing up online where now that I'm older like I really value like my privacy and it just like makes me cringe to think of like a relative or like a potential employer like listening to this podcast even though I never say anything like super incriminating I feel that I can remember but that's the only thing like I also don't remember usually what I say (laughs) so as you can see I have just like a lot of anxiety around this podcast but at the same time there are moments when I can just ramble about things that I like and that's you know what makes it worth it for me. So yeah, I, um, I'm just going to start this off with the best possible song that I could probably put on right now. And this is Hello Stranger by Barbara Lewis. Enjoy. (laughs) 
shibop, my baby. Shibop, shibop. Hello, stranger. It seems so good to see you back again. How long has it been? Seems like a mighty long time. It seems like a mighty long Barbara Lewis with Hello Stranger. Love that one to death. Um, I think I heard it like on the radio when I was driving over in Northeast Minneapolis and um, it sounded very familiar. And then I realized later on when I researched it that it is the song that they play in Moonlight. So if you haven't seen that movie, I won't spoil it for you, but it's amazing. And they play that in the diner scene and it's just the best. So, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I have no idea where to start, how to even compile like my life and my thoughts as of recent. But most notably, recently I went over to the Badlands, which is in South Dakota. And, um, for those who are kind of unaware of like geography of that area, because I know some of you guys are in different countries and whatnot, basically South Dakota is kind of this like prairie country where it's a lot of grass and rolling hills um, and it's kind of edging on the West. So you have these great, um, oh, I don't even know, like caves and kind of washed out mountain areas. I don't even know if that's even the right term. Um, it's just so beautiful. It's very like 
beigey and blue skies, dusty. There's some cacti growing. And it's kind of, yeah, it's like the the gateway into the West, I guess. That's what they say. So when I was a kid, I used to go out West a lot. Like we went to Yellowstone um, and we'd always drive kind of near South Dakota and we'd go to a place called the Wall Drug. And for those of you who like live in the West, you probably know what I'm talking about, but some people don't. Um, the Wall Drug is basically a stopping point. And I don't know what year it started, but I'm like, pretty certain it was the early 1900s um but it's like this stopping destination area for travelers who would be coming to and from the states and they kind of got their start because they started to offer um free iced water because it was very dry and hot in the area and so people came and now it's been over a hundred years later or roughly that and it's this like little tourist attraction where they have like wood carvings of <laughs> like prostitutes and cowboys and um i mean it's very like this i don't know view of the west that comes from white people you know uh but it's very touristy and kitschy and there's like shops that make homemade fudge and they make their own donuts and you can get biscuits and gravy and it's amazing. I loved it when I was a kid. It was like this whole new world to me. And um, for the past few years, I really wanted to go out west again because I feel like there's some truth there that I can mine from. And with school, like it was super hard because I, like from high school to college, I never got a break. Like I didn't go on vacations. Like I didn't do any of that stuff. And so when I got out of college, I was like, okay, like now is my time. And like last summer, I got way too caught up with like work and just the idea of being like trapped, I guess. Like to be truthful, financial stuff is the worst. And even though I'm at a position where like I've made it so I'm okay a little bit, at least like month to month, it's still really scary and it's hard to even like imagine that you can go out somewhere for a weekend and not like spend all your money, you know? So I made the decision to go back out there recently and it was really great. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's strange. It's like bittersweet at the same time. And I'm trying to kind of vocalize that. Um, we stayed at this motel, which was a family-owned motel in Wall. Um, it's called the Welsh's Motel. And it was pretty awesome. It had, like, this uh, soft, like, green carpeting and wallpaper galore. I don't know. <laughs> they have those, like, 60s globe lights that I love. I don't know. I mean, I just, I like the idea of... Um, the past still being present in that area, you know? So we stayed at that place and it was really great. And we went to the wall drug, took a lot of photos. And um, then we went out to the Badlands, which is this amazing like national park and just Google it right now and you will know like what it looks like. It's beautiful, just like beige all over, kind of dry, dusty mountains. 
um, and blue sky. So it was really great going out there, but it's also just so weird being an adult and traveling, you know, because when I was a kid, you know, I feel like the most pure time for me was those road trips where like I would just sit in the back with my brothers and sisters and my brother and sister, <laughs> I only have one of each, and, um, you know, have your pillow and your blanket and you all you get to do is just like stare out the window and think of things in your head. But when you're an adult, it's like, oh, like we have to spend money here and there's like new dangers and, you know, you don't want your car to <laughs> fucking break down in the middle of nowhere. So I don't know. It was interesting just coming back into it and trying to enjoy myself and enjoy what was there. But you also kind of realize that it is a tourist trap and... You know, a lot of those businesses are going out of business and they're selling stuff for like dirt cheap and it's just kind of sad. Like a bunch of the things are like made in China. Like it's not even like it's they're milking this idea of the West, which is like white people's version of the West. And so in a way, like I said, it's, it's just kind of bittersweet to be back in that area and kind of to see like the behind the scenes a bit. But I don't know. I loved it. And we also went to Keystone, which is right by Mount Rushmore. And that was crazy because I, nobody, first of all, I have like a bone to pick because nobody told me to watch Westworld, which I am in love with. It's the greatest television show since True Detective season one. And if you haven't seen it, just do it. Um, And so when I went to Keystone, I was, kind of like uh like I don't want to go to Mount Rushmore because you have to like pay ten dollars and then you just get to like look at it from miles away and uh we passed through this town and it was the closest thing to Westworld as I've ever been where there's like cowboys on the streets like whipping shit and like twirling their guns around and there was a saloon there that it looked like it had really like original um fixtures and wallpaper from the 1900s so I don't know I love that kind of stuff because uh I don't know some of you guys may know but I work in um like production design for film tv whatever so this is like a gold mine of stuff um for me to be interested in but yeah all right so I think I am going to just start another song because I need to gather my thoughts a little bit more Um, but this one was probably the most fitting for how I felt out there. And this is called Bury Me Out on the Lone Prairie. It's a famous cowboy song. It's been sung by many different people in many different ways. And the version I'm choosing is by Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. So yeah, let's do it. And the wind blows free 
western sky on the lone prairie i'm a roving cowboy far away from home far from the That was Bury Me Out on the Lone Prairie version by Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. Uh, just like super soothing. I love it. I don't know. There's also, oh, I forgot to mention um, this amazing costume store that I went to. And it was like three stories high, full of costume wear from like freaking archie heads to like original early 1900s like victorian wear from like the west and i'd been there last year when i went with my friend willie and um it struck me like so hard but it's also kind of sad because the woman who owns it um i mean god bless her it's a great thing that she does but um it's what it is. It's a costume rental place. And so you can't purchase anything. So I'm like always so conflicted when I go there. Cause I just want to search through all these racks of amazing, like vintage finds, but I know I can't ever like have them for myself. So it kind of kills me, but I don't know. We talked to her a little bit this time around and she was saying how, you know, she started, I think in 2001 in the area and, um, this guy from Hollywood came for a film production because I asked her if she ever like sells goods and she's like, yeah, he took some like one of her original um, Woodstock t-shirts that only like the staff at Woodstock had and she sold it to him and I think that he probably paid her like a bunch of money because she kind of felt bad about it, I think, but she also, you know, needs to make the money. But yeah. It's great. It's great talking to people and like getting to know people's stories, even if they're just tiny little things, you know. I um we were sitting in a hot tub in Keystone because <laughs> we had to get like a motel really late. We were talking to this family from Iowa and it was a husband and a wife and they had a daughter and 
the daughter and I, she like wouldn't say a word the whole time. Um, but then we kind of bonded. She's like this older, probably like mid twenties. And we bonded because we both love ghost adventures and we both love Zach Bagans. And so they're telling us to like go to Deadwood and to see this historic place where they went and filmed a TV show there. So I don't know. I, I loved it. I don't know. There's so many great things, but it's hard. Like it's hard always coming back to the city after being in those places. And it's also hard realizing that what we know of the West is not exactly how it was, you know? And when I watched Westworld for the first time, so for those who don't know, like, honestly, I really don't want to spoil it for you right now, but I'm going to a little bit. So if you don't want to hear me talk about it, just, like, skip forward a bit. But the premise of the show is that there's this place, um, it's by the creator of the Jurassic Park, by the way, the original story and um it's like a theme park and it's called Westworld and it's all done up like exactly how the west would have been imagined I suppose um and this is way down in the future and it's on HBO um <laughs> I'm really bad at telling this but um turns out all of the people in the park are animatronic basically um are more like evolved than that and they're robots so you can like kill and do other stuff to these robots but they are so realistic that you can hardly tell and it's this very interesting story and so I really got into it this fall like I'm still amazed by it and it was a little bittersweet like going to these places because I felt like a little bit of me died and like oh it's not like Westworld like the tv show which is absurd you know <laughs> and it is what it is but like when I made um art I used to do sculpture and it was actually closely related related to set design but I remember like my mentor guy he was asking me, like, would you rather recreate these scenes um, that you make or would you rather happen upon them, like, find them? And I said, I would rather find them, you know? Like, I don't want to spend my life, like, repl replicating things that I want to happen. Like, I want them to just happen. And I keep on, like, finding myself struggle between those two ideas, you know? because it's hard to accept that sometimes maybe things actually won't end up the way you want them to be or you won't stumble upon these things. But, you know, in terms of Westworld, like they created this amazing story with depth and on a production end of it, you know, they created this amazing set and it really like immersed the viewer and is that enough you know to have like fruitful discussions and ideas about what you watch and it kind of changes you as a person you know or um or is it just like not enough I don't know that's very vague I'm sorry if I am just on one right now and nobody knows what I'm talking about but just been thinking a lot this past year of like 
authenticity of like myself and what I want to be doing and trying my hardest to not compare myself to others or to feel like I'm a victim of others' actions and all that stuff. And um, to be truthful, like I wish that I had figured all this out sooner or like started thinking about this sooner. But sometimes like the day-to-day just gets you and I'm finally at a place where I have some people like supporting me and I feel like what I want to happen is actually possible and it's not just this like pipe dream and I'm really excited to keep on doing that. But I don't know, it's real. Like it's hard out there and you know, it's kind of crazy because last time I did a podcast a while back where um, there was this shooting of a man named Philando Castile and this was in St. Paul, Minnesota. And, you know, I don't want to have to um, talk about this to anyone who is like exhausted of hearing about it, you know, because this is like traumatic stuff, but he was a black man shot by a police officer in St. Paul last summer. And it was crazy because at that time I was working on this production and I was kind of weary about what was happening on the, on the set. And after I heard that that happened, um, and I was like kind of in the same city while, you know, filming in the same city, everything just seemed so like, stupid you know like why am I working on this film when there are real things happening out there and it was crazy because a year passed until now and the trial just happened and the jury decided that the officer um would be set free like he would have no punishment for killing this man even though you know you you could see him in the video his girlfriend um posted a Facebook live like video right after showing the aftermath of this officer who's like clearly regrets what he just did and um it's crazy how full circle it happened because when all this stuff happened with the trial like there are people friends of mine a lot of people throughout the city is like protesting and marching against this verdict meanwhile I was in this like childhood memory area of the Badlands and the West and this idea of the West kind of like removing myself from that stuff. So I kind of like jump back and forth, you know, because I feel like there are moments in my life and perhaps you can relate where like you're doing good and you're trying to like have your ambitions and be happy and like sustain yourself and then shit happens like that and it can really mess with you you know and it can be something like an issue like I talked about or it can be completely different that you can be involved or you could be not involved but it can still wreck you a little bit and for that reason for a long time I was like well what's the point of this podcast you know like it's just me talking to myself I guess in theory to you the listener and 
talking about what, like things that I like, like how important is that, you know? But ultimately, like, there are so many beautiful things and I just want to like document them and share them and just live in them a little bit, you know, instead of getting bogged down by these things that are terrible, that are happening, politics, whatever. And I don't know if that's the right way of doing it or if I am just like secretly a narcissist or something, (laughs) but I don't know. There just has to be something out there to like sustain everyone. And I'm not saying this is what it is, but Like, if you like movies, or you like painting, or you like rock climbing, like, that's your thing, and you gotta love that and appreciate that and find meaning within that, if that is gonna help you, you know? I guess that's why I'm back for this podcast, (laughs) because I felt inspired while being out there, and I felt conflicted while being out there, and I wanted to share that and keep that as a memory and as a starting point, you know, for gauging other things that come along my way, so. Oh boy. Well, you guys can always contact me and I know I've been MIA, but I am gonna be better at checking my Instagram messages. So you can hit me up there if you ever wanna be on the show if you want to make a comment or a question or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows when I'll be back, but regardless, I really appreciate you guys, and I hope that you're having a fruitful time in your life. The last song I'm going to play, I also heard on the radio when I was actually driving at the Badlands, so this is a good one. This is Stand By Your Man by Tammy Wynette. Hope you enjoyed this, and I hopefully will talk to you soon. Bye. Sometimes it's hard to be a woman Giving all your love to just one man You'll have bad times And he'll have good times Doing things that you don't understand But if you love him Forgive him Even though He's hard To understand And if you love him I'll be proud of him Cause after all He's just a man Thank you.